All right, sound the funeral dirge. This is Cameron Lazy's episode number 19. I'm Shane, here with Ariana, here with Aaron. Uh, and this is the Clemson loss episode. Mm-hmm. We are doing it hot on the heels of our loss, so bit of a somber mood yes. in the Lazy's den right now. Um, Haven't even entered the first stage of grief yet? No, no. This is... It's really fun to record right after a win. We're going to find out what it's like to record right after a loss. We've never done it. Yeah. Uh, Duke's first ACC loss. All in all, you know what? It's not a killer. I mean, no. these things were going to happen. We were never going to go undefeated in the ACC, but it does kind of hurt right now. We were into it. Felt like the game was winnable. Mm-hmm. Felt like there were mistakes. Ariana, kick it to you to start. Do you want to just give an overview on what we just saw? Uh, sure. I mean, what what things are there to talk about? The turnovers, the missed free throws, the missed layups, both the wide open ones by Jordy. Um, I actually think he had three wide open layups that he just like did not finish. Um, so those like little things on offense really like. I mean, we saw a similar pattern in the S- SFA loss. Um, so it was kind of in seeing us come out and performing that way, it made sense that this is the outcome for this game. But I think the other thing that we saw was us just getting absolutely carved to pieces on defense by Clemson. Um, and like Newman and Mac and Sims are, I mean, they were on display tonight, clearly. Um, but I think Clemson's offense really showed some holes in our defense if you play us the right way so like the fact that Sims can double as an inside presence but can also is such a good shooter that you have to cover him on the perimeter I mean just really made it difficult for Vern to figure out where the hell he needed to be on the court and he was oftentimes not able to recover enough down in the post to kind of make a move and make a difference um against Sims to stop uh him when he drove so he also i think experienced for the first time a big man who had similar similarly good <laughs> there's some there's some music for you ariana that's your playoff music right? yeah. you've gone oh on, you've gone on too long you've gone on you've too, too long. long all right time for me yeah go, <laughs> go for it well real real quick first uh just some stats to back up what you're saying sims 10 for 15 from the field mac 10 for 14 newman five for seven uh what do you think aaron yeah i okay all right fair play to them um they they did a good job. Uh, their uh, uh, their guys were consistent. Um, uh, they shot very well, uh, especially from inside the the three point arc. Uh, yeah, they followed a, a similar formula. Ariana, as you were saying, uh, um, as St- uh, Stephen F. Austin did, scoring a lot in the paint. Um, it's it was a very interesting experience watching with the both of you. Um, so uh, I've not experienced a loss with Shane and Ariana. Um, and we get you, angry. <laughs> you, you both took it really hard. Yeah. Yeah. We were emotional for people yeah. wondering how that went down yeah. in, in my living room. Uh, I was standing a lot. Yeah. I think I my, my thing is to stand couch. and be full of grief. We both talk a lot. We do. I think we're chatter chatterboxes. Mm-hmm. And there was really a lot of profanity. Yeah, there was a lot of F-bombs. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't. Well, there. I don't support that. Yeah. Okay. Just All for right. the record. Good. Yeah. Aaron Aaron looked positively bored at times. He we could, did. But, couldn't you know, feel. Still waters. I was feeling. What is it? Still waters run deep? Yeah, still <laughs> waters run deep. So we don't know exactly what was going on beneath the surface, but... Uh, well, I'm anything but still waters, uh, as anyone uh, who knows me. And by the way, you will never know me. Uh, I'm a <laughs> mysterious presence on this podcast. The wild card, if you will. Sure, sure. The, uh, um, the fellow on the A-team who was always getting into trouble. Yeah, that classic mm-hmm. A-team that we've all definitely watched. Yes. Because we're 50. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's or, or an Mr. early... Mr. T team. was on that, right? He was on that. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm thinking of Murdoch. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Okay, well, our older listeners uh, will know about that. And if you're listening to a college basketball podcast, you're probably old. We uh, have some youths that listen. <laughs> We're cool. Yeah, since when is podcast listeners an old demo? This is the radio. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good point. So, yeah, I, I'm not too upset, um, as is probably pretty clear. Um, I tend to like a game with a, a good bit of uh, anxiety in it. Um, I am not sure I necessarily, I, I mean, I've been wrong about this before that, um, uh, there are things that go on in, in the world of athletes heads that I don't really understand. Mm. And to, to understand whether this is really a devastating 
outcome for the players. Like if this really was a true test of their character, um, uh, a game where uh, we'll really see what we're made of. Mm. Like I don't, I don't necessarily buy that rhetoric. Um, you know, there's all this, uh, all this research now on how failure is really good for us. Um, how experiencing uh, not not only adversity but literally losing, mm-hmm. um, getting it wrong, doing a bad job, uh, can be something that that ends up being a positive. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what I was hinting at towards the end when I said like this almost feels like one of those psychological like losses to amp us up and fuel us through the rest of ACC season. I got angry. Um, I you was did like, get Shut angry. You're like, yeah. I don't. I, I don't wanna, I wanna like win. it. I want to win. <laughs> Yeah, like the long view. I can't take the long view in the middle a, of the battle. Like, a, like you're going to win. Okay, B, battle, you're sitting on the couch, or rather standing near the couch. Um, so, like, uh, I don't get into that uh, too much. No, but to be fair, I'm never in the middle of a game as a fan going to be like, what would be the benefits if we lost this game? Yeah. I'll definitely think about that now. At the end. I'll definitely think about it now. And I think you're right. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying this team has no character or whatever. What frustrates me about this game, and I'll give my quick takes here, but... Basically, looking at a broad view, okay, Trey Jones made a layup and then a contested three on a fast break to put us up one with mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Then Vern made a f- uh. Uh, layup and got fouled, missed his foul shot. But at that point, we were up three with 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Felt like we had the momentum and we just gave it back. And yep. we gave it back because of tentative offensive play. I, like our, Look, they were lighting us up all day, but we had their number. The first 10 minutes of the second half, we played very good defense. Mm-hmm. They came back and scored a lot, but we did not know what to do on offense. Yep. So speaking more specifically, um, what I'm going to remember from this game, and it's not necessarily fair, but I'm going to remember Vernon Carey, who's been so good for us all year. But for the second time, we've lost a game, and the thing that like resonates the most is his poor play. Uh, missed free throws looking really tentative down the stretch uh, and then playing awful defense, kind of getting owned by Sims. Um, he, I, you know, I, this is like very reactionary and I'm probably going to regret it and people should be mad at me for saying this. That's but, not what that word means. Uh, no, this is definitely reactionary, what I'm about to say. Um, I'm saying based on this game and the Georgia Tech game, the shine has come off of Vernon Carey a little bit because we've seen two guys in Georgia Tech's banks and in Sims that uh, really have kind of like... Dominated is too strong a word, yeah. but definitely outclassed him and shown like his vulnerabilities. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So again, that's a reactionary take off two games. Um, but yeah. So there's that. There's the fact that Clemson spread us out and really, really diced and sliced and diced. Yeah. Us, I'm man. gonna I'm gonna cut in here. Uh, yeah, because Vern had 20 no, points. No, no it's I'm gonna more. Be some, oh, it's gonna about be he's gonna fact check bullshit. you on yeah. reaction. That's right. I am. It's an adjective. I've got the Merriam-Webster app on my phone Ooh, right now. Wow. And it says relating to, marked by, or favoring ultra conservative politics. I that feel is not like, the only definition. No. Dude. Look. All right. Hold on. I feel like they're m- find the fucking definition. Yeah. Okay. Now. So, so this is the thing. So this we're, is this is we're being this is great. We're being, yeah, we're being sidetracked by for, the for absolutely oh, nothing. no reason for absolutely nothing. Okay. Yeah, Appar- except, except that speaking uh, is um, you know very important, especially to our well-educated listeners. I feel like... a person opposed to radical change. How could how could that be wrong? That, so right, maybe then maybe it's too reactive. I don't give a shit. Maybe it's too reactive to what I'm seeing. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, I don't someone know. You're the ju- you're the word man. No, someone who judges uh, something on a small sample size. I think I'm right. It's a reactionary take. Okay, enough. Um, I'm standing by this. I'm right. It doesn't matter if I'm wrong. Who cares? We're talking basketball. Doesn't matter. What swear word, word. Swear was. word. Beep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. I got I, would, I got him riled up. I would yeah. like to kind of. One, in regards to Vernon Carey, yes, his mistakes did show, like, they were definitely highlighted and his vulnerabilities were definitely highlighted in this game. And it's still crazy to think about the fact that he finished with 20 points. Um, he did do some good he things. Did. Here we go. Here he we go. Look, oh, if we're going to do oh, this, let's going, do it. If we're going to fucking folks, do it. Guess what? Sometimes reactionary is used to mean tending to overreact. Very reactive. So it's an overreaction and that can mean, reactionary can be used that way. All right. what, what are you Enough. doing right now? Are, would you would you would you say you're overreacting? Yeah, I yeah, am. I'm okay. overreacting to a lot. So let me just finish. <laughs> let me real quick finish what I was saying. Is like they they killed us on offense. Yeah. They played a really good game, and it's a little bit confusing because they lost to Miami. Mm-hmm. They scored more points against us than they did against Miami, who was a very poor defense. They lost to Florida State by 20 and only scored 53 points. Granted, Florida State's good, but we're just as good defensively, if not better. Uh, and they lost to Virginia Tech. Okay, so this team. 
they gave us our we took their absolute best shot mm-hmm. so that's another reason not to overreact but that's right so yeah. like we said in the last uh podcast right or, or maybe it was two episodes ago uh, and we got a comment on twitter from from at steven melnick who says at least clemson got their national championship yeah and you know what they did right they did yeah. So two in a row for them. <laughs> every time that Duke comes to your place, it's the biggest game of the season. Mm-hmm. And we all know that. And we all know that we're going to get and take their the best, best shot. Uh, I, I think this game, I, I feel sympathetic for, for Kerry. He hasn't had the best stretch of games. Mm-hmm. I think he's had two really down games going into this. Um, uh, his foul shooting was unimpressive. Mm-hmm. And his defense was not very good. Um, his passing was better. I think this game really boils down to who was not on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we really missed both Wendell and, and Joe. Joey in this game. So, yeah, I think it's important to kind of look at when you look at the production that we got from Vern, from Cassius, from Trey. Vern had 20, Cassius had 14, Trey had 17. When you look at our like bench production or like the folks that had to step in because like Wendell was out, et cetera, like the value that they added was yeah. was marginal well, and, and the, that and the guys, really shows that when it comes back to this like depth argument that we keep having about how deep this duke team is we really aren't like when when chips are down when the game is on the line like we have those three but then we can't necessarily trust these other guys to be productive on offense all the time which is something to be worried about sure did did matt hurt play in the second half yeah, he, he did. He did. But he didn't I was just do thinking much. that between him and Alex O'Connell, they neither, didn't do nothing. anything. Neither, no. neither of them played very much, and that's and that's a thing. And you're right. You're absolutely right. Wendell Moore was uh, missed hugely missed. I mean, I, I do think Joey Baker would have been good to have, but Wendell Moore sure. is the guy that we needed his defense. Yeah, like there was the one play where there was the like sick pass down low that I think Vern made to Jav or no Trey made to Jav and like because it was Javin he didn't know what to do with it bobbled it around a little bit and then turned the ball over and like if that pass had been going to Wendell it would have been gold oh, like, yeah. it would have been an easy it like Vern. Yeah. bucket mm-hmm. for probably a foul and an and one um and so we did have some of those really tough physical plays that like Wendell would have made a huge difference on yeah oh yeah I mean like and even like the spots like Goldwire was in mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very very bullish on Jordan Goldwire I think he's playing unbelievable defense I think his offense is way better but yeah again he missed three layups today the mm-hmm. one at the end of the like half wide open ones. one at the end of the half was both like symbolic of the entire game and I think meaningful within the like yeah very literal context of the game I, I have this sneaky belief that um when you're down a big like shot at halftime at the buzzer kills oh, you can... i call it the Derek williams theory because he did it to us in that arizona game yeah. the Kyrie year and they were still down like six but they went into the halftime with momentum mm-hmm. and funny enough clemson did it to unc this past weekend yeah. and they were down and they yeah. eventually won it's bullshit yeah, it, but mean, it's one of my weird little superstitions no i mean i kind of i kind of yeah would agree with that i also just can remember uh the syracuse game i think it was last year where the kid hit the ridiculous like yep half court three that went in at the end of the first half. And I think everybody in camera was like, well, fuck they've won this game. Yeah, it's like over. it was just like, we're done. It's done. Like, everybody. Yeah. That, everybody the, the game where Trey got, um, yeah, got for, banged up. Louisville won for the record. Uh, and Louisville came through and won at Pitt. So yeah, not a great night for the Dukies in the ACC. That just means Louisville will be feeling a little soft. Well, there you go. Yeah. And the early, well, a little fat so, and happy. And yeah. I would like to say that like, we'll come out like fiery and aggressive, but I also said that I was hoping we would do that after we lost to Stephen F. Austin. And then our next game against Wofford yeah. was like fluff. And yeah. it was like, where's the intensity? Where's the urgency to win? So hopefully we come out with that against Louisville. It will. And I, Lowell. again, I keep going back. I don't think that many teams are going to play this well on offense against us. I mean, this was just, dominating sims was yeah. so good i mean looking at these guys it was outstanding if clemson's not a top 25 team but again looking at their losses they're not so it's one of those games man you just kind of throw your hands up mm-hmm. um yeah i like going back to matt hurt quick i think he was yeah. exposed i think alex o'connell was exposed badly See, over and alex. over and also just again can't do anything on offense like can't make the easy hoops he had a great dunk on a fast break but really that was it missing layups i don't know i mean there you go i mean it's Right, so I, I do think that um, if those guys make contributions to this game, we don't miss Wendell K- or mm-hmm. Wendell, uh, Wendell uh, Moore as well. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay, 
So they so the guys that we needed to step up and play well as our bench players just didn't do it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a pretty clear path to us not winning a tough conference road game. Yeah, right? and it's always a tough. Oh, yeah. it, it, Clemson is a is a good environment, right? Uh, good enough. Yeah, they yeah. they are uh, uh, excited uh, about seeing their games. They had a psychic energy on their side from winning the. Oh wait, they oh, lost. No. What am I saying? Yeah, they lost. Why do I keep thinking Clemson night. won? That's that's idiotic. They had the revenge mode. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on. I wait, that wasn't a bit. No, no, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay. he, he meant it. I he watched that it. game, but I'm so tired. I it was that game lasted forever. It did. It went like it went on so 3 late. 3 a.m. Um, yeah, and I, I do want to say too, like a guy like Sims is an incredibly tough matchup for us yes. because Matt Hurt and Vernon Carey both well, have a huge weakness do. at closing out. So a guy who can hit threes like that and actually is like very very good at it. I think he's like 42 percent on the year. Um, yeah, that's tough. I mean, that is tough. There's no way to guard him. And then at the end of the game, I mean, he just took Vernon to the hole uh, on that key possession. We all kind of saw it coming. But again, I I don't know. There's a lot here, but I go back to the offense just dying after the eight-minute mark. Yeah. Oh, frustrating. Frustrating, yeah. frustrating. And like kind of going back to that comment about our offense dying, and it, it felt like it died because everybody was afraid to like penetrate their defense. And like we stopped really driving the basketball and we just kept kind of slinging the ball around the perimeter mm-hmm. or like if we did kick it in, we would immediately kick it back out and end up turning the ball over. And so it was like we kind of got scared out of like playing to our strengths in this game because we are not a perimeter shooting team and they really held us at the end of this game to that because we just like refused to do anything else And like I would like to talk about Cassius Stanley towards the end of this game after he got into foul trouble he played entirely tentatively and like towards the end he was almost a non-factor because he wasn't playing they knew he wasn't going to play D so they kept isolating him and scoring exactly like he was playing fluff defense because he didn't want to pick up more fouls and he really like anytime he got driven on he would hesitate or pull back or something Um, and then on offense too he wasn't doing what he can do um which is like you know barreling his way through the lane and like getting tough layups and getting foul calls and it really it was like where's like where's the version of Cassius Stanley that like showed up for the like previous games this season where he kind of took charge and like showed us what he's about and that faded away once he got into foul trouble and like I said to you guys I was like if I was coach K I'd take him out He's doing nothing for our team right now. I'd take him out. He won't drive and he won't play defense. I mean, at, I get wanting him to have him there, but look, if you want him at the end of the game playing Cassius Stanley basketball, yeah, like you said, take him out. Yeah. Don't let him. Don't let, don't him, let him score him. on him over and over because he's playing D mm-hmm. basically with his hands clenched behind yep. his back. Oh, okay. Um, Lots of frustration in this room. Right we're now. getting it out. We're getting it out. Uh, yeah, I. You know, it's I'm totally cool, man. I know you're chilling. Me and Shane are not chilling. I'm not chilling. I want this ACC regular season title. I've got all the adrenaline. Uh, it's stayed in me. Like pumping. I'm like nervous about what's happening in the Democratic debate right now, and yeah. I'm not watching it. Um, I kind of want. No one is watching it. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right about that. Um, except everyone I follow on Twitter, mm. but nobody in the wider. I'm world. probably the most reactionary person on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Did you know what that mean, <laughs> meant that time? I do. I yeah. do know okay, what that means. Great. Absolutely uh, ridiculous. Um, and yeah, a good a good like lesson too of sloppy being sloppy. Yeah, early. we did. We didn't take care of the ball. Yeah. No, we uh, did turned not. the ball over oh, way too, too much. We missed ten free throws. Mm-hmm. We missed what uh, several bunnies. Come on. Yeah. We when um, you have a bad night, you have a bad night. We also were terrible for offensive rebounding. We had four offensive rebounds, guys. Wow. It seems Across like they were our all, team. It seems like they were all in the first like, five minutes, <laughs> like, too. If you're not giving yourself multiple chances to score a basket, you're having a problem. No. And yet we only lost by, what, eight or nine? Something like that? Oh, we were right in it. I mean, we could have won. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was but it's like it, This was one of those games where those little mistakes are the things that cost you the game. And sure. like... I get it. We had people out. We had people that like were having to play a larger role than they are used to. Um, And I get that it is a luxury to be able to sit here and be nitpicking about things of this level uh, because of the caliber of the team that we have. Right. We have the luxury of like being disappointed in these like, quote unquote, small things. Um, But there are things that like as the season builds, as you get into March, like, 
you're like your season's done if you don't show up and like we did but have moments hang on done for hang so on. many weird hang reasons on. though we had moments in this game for a lot of stretches where our energy was just down period mm-hmm. like we just weren't the charismatic duke team the aggressive duke team that we can be and we had pockets of it but it was never enough to get us over that hump in a way that was like forceful and aggressive and like yeah that's right we're in charge um and so i think to me like yes all these little things matter but also in the two games that we've lost this season or in the other games that we've struggled in it's been that like we've shown up flat and like it's just kind of disappointing from a fan perspective when we show up that way yeah, no, it definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, what did you guys think about Coach K this game? Um, I have kind of conflicting emotions because I think there's some things you did really well and some things that were, I don't, some I guess maybe wishing for more adjustments down the stretch. But any overarching thoughts? And I'll I'll read this. Hold on before you answer. Yeah. Let me read this Twitter comment we got, which is very reactionary. Um, it is hashtag reactionary. Uh, hold on. I That's we're not gonna get good tweets if we do that. Bill D Johnson oh. Swag says, "How is Coach K still employed? He has no ion. He has no ion game coaching skills, and he's consistently one of the worst coaches on the NCAA every year." I'm gonna go with in-game coaching skills. It's oh also, yeah, it's also not properly hyphenated. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's quite a take. Yeah. That's <laughs> a little, uh. Maybe he's not employed. We have no idea. Yeah, he might have been fired after the game. Yeah. Well, no. He maybe he, he asked might, he, to be fired. <laughs> has any coach done that recently? Yeah. Uh, no. He he could just be volunteering his time mm. at this point. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He's got enough money. He yeah. Might just being it for the literal love of the game. I mean, so not to take us completely off off no, topic. No. Take us uh, take us off topic. Do it. But like, he could really um, he could just keep showing up. Yeah, they'd let him still coach. Right? No one would. No, no one, one would, would say no. Like, hey, you don't work here anymore. Like, imagine he, that conversation of, excuse me, Coach K, but you actually don't work here anymore. Yeah, if he so just I'm came to practice. You to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, like he could have been doing it for years. Yeah, just showing up. They fired him the peak Audet year. <laughs> they yeah, fired, they Ooh. fired Coach K in what year was so that? It's like, it's like the movie uh, Dave. When Dave becomes president of the United States, and no one mm-hmm. just yeah, no one says a, otherwise. This is a mid mid nineties okay uh, movie. Uh, there were a lot of movies about the presidency there in were. the mid nineties. Yeah, uh, what about Bartleby the Scrivener? That's not a movie by Herman Melville. It actually was a movie with Crispin Glover. Believe no, it or not. really, yeah, they so made a movie. Yeah, you know what? I would prefer not to see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. nailed it. Good work. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, like a Bartleby situation <laughs> where he just keeps showing up every day. Yeah. Uh, no, um, uh, Lord. That, w- that would be interesting. Um, Lord. So, no in-game coaching skills. I, I don't know what you could do to coach this game. <laughs> I thought I thought that the press he dialed up was great. Was yeah, quite good. And it, it turned the game around. It did. In the first it was half making a big of the sec- second half. Yeah, it was making a big difference for us at the beginning of the second half. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do you do when your guys aren't doing the things that they're yeah. supposed to do? And it's like you can't force Vern to make free throws when he's missing free throws. And, like, he was doing enough to, like, get to the line. He just wasn't sinking his free throws. Um, I mean, I think there are small decisions. Like, I already yelled about, like, taking Cassius out yeah, at the end. But sure. then you also were in the position of who do you replace him with, yeah, right? I mean, are you gonna put you don't really have very good options. So he was kind of well, stuck there. Or do you just put Hurt out there and to get him the humiliated? Like to just humble to him, ruin yeah. Him. yeah. <laughs> well, to say, oh, you think you're hot? You stuff? gotta earn it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna see you yeah. just get wrecked. Yeah. Well, it do- it does go into the thing, and it's kind of gets to the breakdown of how we consider this game. Like, if right. Coach K were thinking, I don't give a shit about losing this game. Sure. But let's yeah. let's get Matt Hurd out there, not to humiliate him, but to say, let's no, get no, him. no, to humiliate. Him. <laughs> No, let's put let's put them all in the crucible. It seems to be working for Roy Williams. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Just throw them under the bus in big bold ways. That ship is about to turn around. You can just feel it. Mm. Uh, but no, yeah, to get them in the crucible and play a little bit. Like, yeah. But this game, obviously, he was more <laughs> of the mindset of I need to win. And yeah. you're 100 percent right, Ariana. He looked at it and said he's got four fouls. He's got to be careful. But I cannot take him out of the yeah. game. Because I don't I, have another. Option. I don't have the people to put in. And if they did put somebody in, it almost would have been one of those weird like. Put Jav in, so it's Jav, Jack White, 
Vernon, uh, Trey, and Goldwire yeah. or something like that. And we you, had that lineup a couple of yeah. times. And like It was yeah. all like, where's our offense going to come from? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing, I mean, anybody who listened to J.J. Reddick's podcast with Zion Williamson heard a little bit about the fact that Coach K does play mind games. I think many sports coaches do to like kind of have this like – have your team find this like mental edge. And so the like possibility of like, I think he does put his guys in situations where it's like, you're going to be in these high pressure situations and it it is up to you to figure this out. I'm going to guide you in these moments. I'm going to try and help you, but you guys have to come up with the stuff on the court to like make the difference and get yourself there. Yeah. And like yeah. It, it quote unquote builds character. And it's not like he's leaving them out there, you know, blowing in the breeze, mm-hmm. but it is getting those tough game experiences where maybe down the line next time, if they're in another close game like this and they have that moment where they're like, okay, we've gone on this run. We're like within a two point deficit. Like let's take the lead and let's push. Like they've been in that position before they've seen it not go the right way. So maybe next time it comes around, they're better prepared for it. Um, Aaron and I just watched a DM come in from Connor Southard, uh, Southard, I think who is uh, somebody I talk with quite a bit on Twitter. I've never met him in person, but he seems to be some kind of demonic civil war figure. That's his, yeah, that's his avatar. avatar. Um, I think it's avatar. (laughs) Avatar. Like avocado. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. So Aaron, do you want to read this? Cause I I think we both agree. It's a good take. Uh, Tired drafting takes about whether Ken Palm number one Duke is fraudulent after they lost to Clemson on the road wired knowing that a mid-january road loss to a lower tier acc team is an annual requirement mm. of coach k's contract yeah mm-hmm. <coughs> well what contract a yeah uh, he doesn't is, work there is he still employed no we don't know uh, we don't know that this is yeah. our second like good like question next to what is in the bowl right so, so is, <laughs> co- is does coach k actually work for duke uh yeah well okay i was looking back at this and it's actually this is um this is very close to a correct take, yeah, but slightly off. Um, so a- actually, Shane, way? Shane, if you would, mm-hmm. uh, would you Google for us the 2014-2015 uh, calendar and oh, find and where we lost and find the date of the NC State loss? Mm. Because ah. in both of the years that we've won the national championship recently, we lost early conference games. Interesting to NC State. I believe they were NC both State on the has our road. Yeah, they they do. So, okay, our first loss that... Oh, let's see. No, I'm going to... No, you're in the wrong... Yeah, at NC State, January 11th. Ooh, the 14th. And we lost two days later to Miami That's at home. That's right. We lost oh. two of them. Yep, and then you want to go back to... I want to see the... 2010. 2009-10. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Um, at Georgia Tech, January 9th, 71-67. And then a loss at NC State on January 20th. Yep. Weird. Now, let's go last year. What was <coughs> last year's deal? Let's see. Last year um, doesn't count because we didn't win the championship. La- and you're right. Last year, we only lost at home uh, in January. But and that was, right, that was the Syracuse, Syracuse game. The and game that was the Trey yeah, Jones that half-court hurt. shot. Trey got hurt. Yeah. Uh, year before, we lost at NC State in January. Mm-hmm. January yeah, 6th. so wait, it's, it's fair. It's, yeah. it's definitely fair and It true. is kind of a requirement. Yeah. So well, but not... it's also a requirement for winning a national championship. Yeah. So when do we play State this year? Is the I don't know if we play them on the road. Uh, let's see. Because it seems like if this formula uh, sets up to work, oh, we do. We at do. NC State, but yeah. not until Ooh, February. It's too late. Too late. It is too late. We have to win that game. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm feeling calmer now, and you guys are right. Yeah. Um, less reactionary. Uh, <laughs> but would have liked to have won. Still. Yeah. Uh, whatever. What are you gonna do? Well, it's not like Carolina fans are gonna give us crap about this. No, they can't talk. No. They, or they shouldn't anyway. Right. Yeah. They should be in their hidey holes. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of a question you asked during the game. Who was the last team to beat Duke and UNC back-to-back? That's a great, yeah. Anybody out Anybody there who knows, who knows yep. tweet at us. Let us know. Um, yeah, good stuff by Clemson basketball. Yeah. Um, their fans, I'm sure, would trade them both for a win against LSU. Yeah. But say la vie. All right, guys. Well, uh, we have something new today um, on the lighter side of things. <laughs> Feels like a weird time to <laughs> to, uh, to do, do something silly. No, what 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 do you mean? Uh, all right, so this isn't the lighter side of things. No, this is serious. We have. Yeah, we no, have, this, this is, is our serious, first. Actually. This is our first advertisement. Commercial. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about the ACC network uh, on here. We've actually we have a feud between Aaron and West Durham. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But they, Which, it's, it's he's just, been notably silent. Yeah. Since since he tried to you know yeah, get in there that. and say yeah. oh well I'll, I'll talk about uh, Vern's yeah. hands. hands whatever 
Uh, what about tonight, buddy? So, well, yeah, exactly. And uh, we've also talked a lot about their Pop commercials. And play. Um, Pop and play the They're weird cheap commercials. No so the ACC network actually reached out to us and said, mm-hmm. "Believe it or not, we we hear what you're saying, but we have more commercials than we can run. Yep. If you guys are interested, yep. there are a ton of sponsors out there yep. who want to get in on this." And they said, "Look, they're going to be. It's going not going to be the ordinary run of the mill kind of stuff." And I said, yeah, we'll do it. We'll mm-hmm. absolutely you guys, do it. Mm-hmm. You guys, are you ready to go weird? Is, yeah. It's going to get actually, weird. Yeah, that was I mean, the... Th- this is a real sponsor uh, we're about to read to you. And that's what they said. Are you ready to go weird? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, give us. So we have our first sponsor. They actually send in a script, as, as sponsors will, for yeah. us to read. Yeah. And I haven't really looked are at it. Are you going to do the ad read? Yeah, I'm going to do the ad read. Okay. Um, it's, uh, so this company is called Wackaroni and Cheese. I like okay. it. Uh, and so this, again, they sent this in. I'm just looking at it now. So... Uh, in the future, I'll just read it. In the future, I'll just read it. But this is yeah. Right. So here we, we gotta go. intro it. So macaroni and cheese. These days, it's more like macaroni and snooze. Uh, doesn't they're trying. Work. They're trying. Um, when did America's top food again uh, get so boring? Well, wake up, mac and cheese heads, because Ooh. your macaroni just turned into wackaroni. That's right. Wackaroni and cheese is the first macaroni that's oversized to let you whack your family with it. What? It's a pillow fight, but for the dinner table. And now this next part is weird. It's in parentheses, and it's in italics. It says, scenes of white families with kids at a dinner table laughing it up, hitting each other with wackaroni while some fun music plays. And then in all caps, it says, not rap. That's very specific. That is very like blatantly specific. But I don't... Th- yeah, so two things. Like First of all, racist, right? A little bit. Why white families? Second of all, whoa, I think whoa, they whoa, think whoa, it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. whoa! That's what they this say is, on the thing. Yeah, but this is a sponsor. I, well, yeah. uh, you're right. I can't question them. Right. Oh yeah, we'll lose our sponsorship if we question them. Yeah, I uh, do think the ACC network will give us another sponsor. They might. Ad. They might. We might want one. I don't know. You're going to get calls from the Wackaroni people. Um, and also, I think that description of a scene happening. I think they still <clears> think it's it's a on tele- TV. A right. Yeah, I don't think they understand that right. it's that should it's I over air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, uh, just cut that. L- let me let me get through this. Let me read the okay, rest okay, of it. Okay. All right. Uh, just cook them in a big pot and whack away. Wackaroni noodles should not be consumed after you've whacked something that might have germs, like a floor or a filthy face. It's probably better to wait to put the cheese on your wackaroni until you're done with the whacking part, since whacking with cheese on it could make a mess. Okay. Cool. cool, uh, cool. And then they have a, a tagline uh, to end it. Wackaroni, seven-foot noodles to hit another person <laughs> with, but for fun. And then it says... We are not legally responsible for lacerations or accidental mummification. So, all right, that's our first sponsor. Uh, hey, congratulations to us, we, right? Yeah, yeah, we achieved something. And well, ma- it's better than just egging on pop and play forever. Yeah, to them ignoring us always. I know. I uh, and again, like you said, Aaron, there's a lot of spillover stuff. So yeah. next yeah. time, if we don't like whack, we we'll if talk about it I, after. We're gonna definitely get dropped by Wacko Wacko Roni. But there'll be another one out there. So yeah. next show we'll have They'll a new sponsor. Us. They'll um, find us. I do remember the tagline. It was very good though. Wackaroni, seven, seven foot, foot noodles, noodles to, to hit, hit another, another person, person with, with, but for, for fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they imagine this as white with white families doing this and having a great time at the dinner table. So hey, no rap, no rap. <laughs> In the commercial, they'll be happy that we don't. <laughs> very have. specific. Not rap. So there you go. Um, another ACC one of the networks weird man. ACC network weird companies coming to. <laughs> but thank you for the sponsor. I mean, they paid us three thousand dollars to read that. So yeah. we we'll uh, get three thousand dollars. Yeah, which is um, half the rate that the ACC network charges for a half hour for a, for a half hour for ad. A six minutes. Well, that spot. is. <laughs> Do they, do they sell it by the minute? Guys, guys, this might be directly relevant to this. Uh, apparently, Coach K in his press conference after the game said, we weren't as hungry as we needed to be. You oh. could tell right away they were on top of things, and we weren't. Were we not hungry because the team had wackaroni? Yeah. How do you think Joey Baker got hurt? Oh, he's in a boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely got slathered with some seven-foot wackaroni yep. noodles. But they are not liable for any injuries that occur because it's of lacerations or <laughs> accidental mummification. Yeah. Duke, Duke tried to sue them already and they, they threw it right nailed. out. Yep. They quickly, very, very uncharacteristically quickly threw the suit out and said, I'm sorry. They said, um, okay, so there you go. Wackaroni and cheese <laughs> for now. Um, where do we want to go from here, y'all? Um, Should we turn our attention to Lowell? Lowell. 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 
Um, yeah, you can't pronounce any syllables um, nope. before the bill. Swallow all of the letters. Uh, yeah, so okay, Louisville did what we tried to do tonight, which is to yeah. win a tough ACC road game. In fact, theirs was significantly tougher than ours against Pitt. Um, so they're coming in with a l- tiny little head of steam, I guess, but it's at Cameron. Mm-hmm. College game day is going to be yep. there, if I'm right, Ariana. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is like... So I was going to say it's an important game, but then again, we lost to NC State and Miami and then won mm-hmm. a national title. So I don't know if I can say that, but it feels like a game where I want us to, I want to see us. Yeah. With more hunger, um, whackaronied up and, but really like playing better and yeah. sort of, especially our defense, man, it yeah. sucks to give up 79 points to a team like Clemson. It really does. But I don't know what you guys think. I haven't really watched Louisville play this year, so I have nothing uh, to say because I only speak from Your observation and, and expertise. Yeah, You're an empirical boy. <clears throat> I remember uh, uh, Wara. He was really good last yeah. year. Yeah, and he's averaging 20 points a game, shooting 44%. They do, they're do. they a good shooting team. They are. Shooting 44% from where? From three. Oh, okay. That's yeah, good. That is good. Um, and he's, he's a high-volume shooter, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're... But they're going to be good, right? I mean, right. we don't they're need to go come in. great depth, and all of us are kind of like, I don't know. Uh, they lost back-to-back to Kentucky and Florida State, so mm-hmm. they're obviously beatable. Do we know what they do well? Uh, yeah, they shoot well. Hold on. Let's get, uh, let's get old Yeah, let's Ken look at some up. metrics. Yeah. Okay. Ken Palm. Louisville is the eighth-ranked team. Duke was number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. that is... Oh, no. Uh, we're 15-2 and two now, and we're still number one. So Sweet. He's got us in. So, yeah, Louisville, um, they do everything pretty well. They're 17th in adjusted offense, 14th in D. They play very slow, which is mm-hmm. going to be super annoying to watch. Yep. Um, you know, in fact, I'm actually curious. What was Clemson's pace of play? Because they felt slow. Yeah, they were in the 260s did. for tempo. Um, yeah, and kind of once we sped things up, yeah, it, it unsettled to them, them yeah. and they were, like, missing shots. And then we slowed down back to their place again pace of play again well that's the ultimate thing right it's very it's very easy to slow a game down and mm-hmm. more difficult to, to speed it up the speed um and yeah the press did the job for a while mm-hmm. then they broke it pretty effectively yeah. toward the end um uh but i liked how i gotta say i did like how coach k kind of pulled it back and forth a little mm-hmm. bit he kind of so keep them on their toes keep them on their toes i think it yeah it just our offense couldn't do the trick so yeah um yeah i mean louisville's field goal defense is really really good um is the macaroni actually seven feet long <laughs> it's a seven foot long macaroni. It's a noodle, yeah, it's seven foot long. But like a macaroni noodle, like yeah, a curvy. It, it, oh, it curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. got it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, Louisville coming, um, and I don't think we have any more Twitter questions. So yeah, do we do we want to talk about replay? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, let's talk about replay. Yeah, let's definitely <laughs> talk about replay. Go ahead, you start. Uh, my. So I have a lot of issue with replay, especially with the sometimes I think it's technology for the sake of technology and it's not actually adding things to the game or it's making things more difficult than it needs to be if you just let a human call the game Mm -hmm. Um, with like the spirit of the sport because you can't code a computer or like look at a replay and like figure out the spirit of the sport. Um, but I think in this game in particular, it affected momentum. They took an entire, like such a long time to look at some of the out of bounds calls that they like made, um, using the replay. And honestly, when you look at the like out of bounds calls that they were looking at, the replay really didn't add anything of value to the judgment of the refs. And like, it would have saved so much time and momentum to just like, let it go. Um, and so, I know, I think holistically there were some questionable refing things happening, but replay kind of played straight into the issues that are exist with the system kind of across sports right now for me. So, yeah, yeah. this is going to be a weird instance where we all agree. It is. Um, oh, boy. Uh, because I actually uh, hate replay in all of its forms. Uh, even the, the people who are kind of, um, you know, oh, replay can be used as a, a corrective in, in uh, very limited circumstances. I hate all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it was rather clear in tonight's game that the two out-of-bounds calls at the very end, and then the one call that didn't get reviewed, um, uh, or, the, or really there were a couple, mm-hmm. right, about 10 minutes left to go. There was uh, uh, Stanley's third foul, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, was a, a block charge situation uh, where it looked like he lifted his feet uh, mm-hmm. uh, off of the line. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the arc down there. Um, 
slows the game down. Mm-hmm. Makes every play questionable mm-hmm. and therefore anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't enjoy the actual play happening because right. you go and you say, "Wait." So even if you're on the positive side of, of it disrupts you of yeah. the the replay, you get a replay yeah. that goes your way. It's almost like so. I um, both Shane and I watch a good bit of of the the European soccer, mm-hmm. um, and they've just instituted video assistant re- referee uh, during those games. Yeah, um, and now I find that every time that my team gets scored against, mm-hmm. which happens to be a lot these days. Um, I'm secretly hoping that there will be some kind of replay uh, situation that, that takes machina. That's right. That yeah. takes, and, and I hate that I have this feeling every mm. time, but also the, uh, you're probably going to say it, but the opposite of you y- robs your joy when your team scores a goal because you're uh, what you're waiting for the other. Yeah. Shoot waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Um, I, well, I prefer the, um, I, I think it's worse to, to have false hope. Okay. Uh, right, <laughs> like that. You clear your team screwed up, and like, oh, they're going to be let off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I really hate that aspect of it as a fan. Um, uh, we were talking about the in the the two out of bounds uh, plays where you can't even tell mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, yep. You you know, you all become armchair experts mm-hmm. in whose finger touched what. And the trajectory of the ball, yep. and like that's not the fun stuff that you want to be arguing about with your friends mm-hmm. during a game. Um, so like it even cheapens stuff like that. Um, so I yeah yeah go ahead. No you got, no you're you're right. I mean I wrote about this recently mm-hmm. for Golf mm-hmm. Digest, a little self promo. I isolated six things good. that suck about replay. I think yeah I do think it was like a comprehensive. Like, yeah. I, I felt like the spirit moving when I was writing. I was like, <laughs> I've got this right. But no, the six things that suck about it, and there's more, like fan experience I didn't even mention, and yeah. that's a terrific point. But wasted time, which kind of plays yeah. into that, mm-hmm. which we saw tonight, right? Continued inaccuracy when inconclusive footage is left to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe right. with the Cassius Stanley hitting it out, if we really broke it down, yeah. it might not have been off him. We don't know. It's like, I'm glad they didn't overturn that for the yeah. larger justice of it. But okay, absolutely no movement toward greater justice which we see here. And actually I'm going to mention number four too, which is selective enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, because look, there was a huge possession with four minutes left where the ball clearly went off Scott. Everybody yep. was pissed. Yep. They can't review it because it's not under two minutes. Yep. Under two minutes, there's one that gets reviewed and you know, we have the opportunity to overturn that when, again, and then some idiot comes in and says, we'll give the coach a challenge flag. Yeah. It's strategy. No, yeah. let's play it more. Yeah. Shut up. But here's here's one that like this plays into this situation a lot, which is a yeah. further complication of the rules rather mm-hmm. than increased clarity. And what's interesting about that is this happened with LeBron getting the ball knocked out of his hands yes, by Patrick by Beverly, Beverly um, over Christmas, I think. And uh and what it was was like, yeah, okay, they isolated it and after Beverly knocked it out, it did hit LeBron's finger. And someone on Twitter posted, okay, that may be the case, but do we want to live in a world where like that is the yep. true call? Because yep. we've been playing basketball in such a way that when the ball is hit out, it's off the guy who hit it out. Yeah. Now, if you looked at every single isolated thing, probably in most of those, it actually does hit the other person's hand. And I, at first I was like, that's BS. It should just be letter of the law, who it goes out on. But then I thought about it, and it's like, that's he's right. Yeah. He's right. And in this case, it's like, Cassius Stanley hit the ball out there on that last one. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it hit the dude's fingers. Cassius Stanley hit it out. We have to make a choice. But here's a case where video allowing us more knowledge actually confuses the rule. What the rule should be. Um, And then the last one I have, which is not so applicable here, the removal of human agency in sports. But to some degree, that's true. Because, look, the referee's (laughs) got to make the call. Just go with it. And, like, the the overall arching, like, tagline for me is bad calls are better than bad technology. Yeah. I, I just fucking hate it. Okay, yeah. all right. So let, actually, I found something interesting in, in this last point about um, uh, the kind Wolf. of the heuristics that we use to determine, you know, when you say like, yeah. okay, if you, you're the one who causes the pushing of the ball to go out, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're the perpetrator and it's out yeah. on you. Um, so do we I, think LeBron felt it, fe- felt it go hand. off his finger? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, things happen so fast, like... Going back to my play, probably not. I mean, yeah. or I mean, he felt the ball going off for sure. But like those things are so bang bang. I don't think he could have isolated. So he that, like it hit Beverly, then it hit my hand, then it went out of bounds. Right. So we, you know, I, I think one thing that that 
gets lost in in all this and and that is you know kind of a, a patently ridiculous tack to take is you know you leave it up to the guys to say hey listen that was really off of me yeah um uh when it's the soccer guys and the thing that the people hate about soccer is the diving and you can't trust that when they go down, they've gone down because someone really kicked mm-hmm. them or stepped on them or something yeah, like right, that. Right, right, right. And and removing this idea of uh, honesty, I guess. And like we we obviously can't expect this from hyper competitive people right. uh, playing in a game uh, within which the object is to win, right? Um. So I, I guess what <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is refereeing has always been about being the arbiter, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Being the one that stands in between who we consider to be kind of two untrustworthy um, and adversarial parties who are going to try to press every advantage. Um, What I'm curious about, though, (laughs) is if you really wanted to work on sportsmanship, Mm -hmm. uh, why not start with honesty and self-disclosure and things like that, and make that part of the game instead of. I I think that that's actually a less radical suggestion <laughs> than <laughs> than putting more cameras or like Everywhere. literally putting a, a chemical right injecting every player. This is a this is a uh, obviously an insane scenario uh, from my warped mind. But <laughs> what you inject every player Straight before, from the warped mind of Aaron Kirk before Charles. the game, okay, with with some kind of ion um, that. You know, when it comes in contact with the ball, there's some kind of sensor mm-hmm. that goes off, and you know, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, li- it's, it's literal hyper surveillance, right? Yeah. That, that's the other part of this that bothers me is the the surveillance aspect. Yeah. What's the thing called where you can see someone from all angles? It's like a, it's like the prototypical hyper surveillance. Oh, like, the panopticon. The, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the panopticon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like, the other angle, though. <laughs> And I'm going on for a while, but You're this good. is no, very good. interesting to me. Uh, is okay. Remove the referees. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. uh, l- literally, don't allow television to show replay. Mm. That yeah, you're not the first person yeah. to say that. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is a real take. Because yeah, that's, that's a terrifying <laughs> take from from a nation that supposedly <laughs> is like into into uh, freedom of the press and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, banning like in stadium mm-hmm. replay, banning uh, them from even like recording the game. Yeah. So like, let's say that they can just broadcast it just happens the game and it's done, and then you can't yeah. have a record of it. Yeah. No, my friend told me that, and then the only problem is that too many people are too good at like Twitter. Yeah, they, they, they would, would hop make on it own, immediately. They make their own replay, but yeah. it still would not be like very comprehensive. You mean right, like those? You'd only have like one. You'd only like, have the one terrible like angle, like those source. those Thai reenactments of the news that were popular several years ago. Oh no, I know what you're oh, talking about. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just mean those. I just mean people like capturing it and replaying oh, it on, mm-hmm. like putting. Well, then yeah, the fine. Goes. Then you put everybody's phone in one of those uh, in tinfoil bags <laughs> across the country online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For every okay. game. Yeah. No, or, no, you make it a crime or something. Yeah, I was gonna say make it a death penalty. Yeah, the death penalty. Definitely. Um, no phones at sporting events. Yeah. Um, or no, no phones. You literally period. cannot record in the Anything. comfort of your own home. Yeah. Yeah. If there was like a very, very powerful umpire or referees union, that would already be the case. <laughs> Replay would For be their illegal. Own good, yeah. Because yeah, it like undermines them. Yeah. No, it's interesting. So going to this point of like no, like particularly no stadium replay. One of the things that's always fascinating to me is like in stadium, when calls do not go your way, the automatic response is to bitch about it. Like hands down, that's what you do. And there have been moments. So like, I, I don't know. I have moments where like, if a call that the ref made is the correct call, I'm like, even if it's against my team, I'm like, yeah, that's like the right choice. And so there have been moments in Cameron where like everybody is yelling Uh that like it was an unfair call. And I'm like, that was legitimately a foul. He like arm barred the dude. And like, it's just interesting because when they do replay it, like everybody is like looking at the screen and shouting. And I'm like, literally, like literally that's a foul. That's the definition of a foul. To be fair, Carolina fans are by far the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. And anything. I mean, there will be like, someone could, tuck the ball in like a football, run to half court, and they'd call a travel. And they would react like you just knocked on the door and are like, I'm going to burn your house down. Like, I've got a letter <laughs> that says it's legal. Um, but yeah. 
it's yeah it's wild to me and so kind of going back to this note of like yeah honesty and things like that and i think at one point in time i we might i think had a discussion about like whether or not like audience has an impact on refs when they're making like split second decisions of course it um does. and so it also like it plays into that sort of stuff too so those sorts of dynamics are just interesting yeah replay and, takes away home court advantage in that context to yeah some degree, to the extent that home court can influence a referee yeah well, they were just they were discussing this on the the new iteration of one shining podcast um i guess you can't say titus and tate titus and tate okay uh where they said can you imagine um how badly uh visiting teams used to just get jobbed yeah when literally no one could see all of of the all the calls that were going against them yeah Mm -hmm. um and like you would go in and i think their example was you'd go in and play at rup arena or something uh and uh (laughs) Uh, they would be hacking you, right? The yeah. entire game. No one would call it, right? Uh, and no one outside of that environment New. would ever be able mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. there wouldn't be any survivors, right? Yeah, you'd uh, have coaches like bitching about it to each other, but that's it. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, Whisper Network. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. It's, like, I don't know. It's interesting. I also think technology has a, like an impact of, I think, referees feel slightly like they don't trust themselves as much to make calls anymore because of replay right no, and it's it, like it a call such that you would yeah, yeah and it's like a call that they would like make and like they would just like move forward on it now they like hesitate about like everything yeah. and so i think it's kind of undermined their ability to like have confidence in the way that they call the game and i think some of that has to do with the clarity issue that you call before but then some of it comes with the oh, we're going to view this from a million and one different angles and like right. I'm going to get complained at afterwards, yeah, right? Yeah, because right. we have a record of it. That's and right. we can't be encouraging this kind of querulousness, right? Where people are just arguing over, you know, whether one person used a word that maybe didn't mean <laughs> what he thought it meant. And, you know, immediately there's some jerk in his face being like, uh, excuse uh, me, sir, it. uh, it's not that word. Uh, I demand a replay. Uh, I accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I apologize if I was more testy than usual. No, 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 no. I do think that's part we of the spirit of the podcast. Sensitive. But, but right, like that, you know. To be fair, last episode you dropped a uh, "you're louder than me." That's <laughs> so. So one good turn deserves another. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You may be right. Well, no, I, I may be like, using it in a common, incorrect way. No, no, anyway, no, no, no. I don't care about. Let's that. get out. Let's what get I'm past sa- it. What I'm saying is that it's it. it's these, you know, it's like a Mobius strip of where we stay in these moments and like Ariana was saying we literally cannot move on yeah. until it's been resolved, resolved. even uh, when it's irresolvable yeah but in the old way it was resolved yeah. it's over it, it was binary it was yeah. it was call or no call yep. one yeah. or zero the way to end this is for an absurdist referee yeah. <laughs> right yes <laughs> to yes. filibuster to <laughs> fucking never to like correct to no to Andy ever. fucking uh, yeah, yeah exactly it. yes to to either never call a foul or blow his whistle every split second <laughs> or just do a replay where you hover over always, the television for, for hours forever. yeah he just will not he refuse to go I, I don't can't, I can't there's tell no right call but I refuse to make a decision yep. until I have until certainty I know. and there's no certainty so either we abolish replay now or this game doesn't end <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ooh. Smith goes to Washington of basketball ah, games. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a it's an uh, right. absurdist filibuster by <laughs> TV Teddy Valentine. Yes. He's the guy that would do it. But no, we'd have to get you in there. So you got to start going to ref school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. got to do it. We'll yeah. infiltrate these yeah. fuckers. Right. Sleeper agent. Sleeper cell. <laughs> activate. Right. You're finally. You're you're finally at the. Uh, it's at me. the Georgia Tech Syracuse game. Uh, yeah. Uh, in you know 2026, the, you I look like, down. Yeah. It's Shane. Shane. <laughs> you say, oh no! I know what's about to happen. I just like picture me like being like like a like a Smith from the Matrix type personality, yeah. like no emotion. <laughs> and then one day Mark Emmert sits me down, or whoever leads the NCAA now is like, "Congratulations on your very efficient year. Right. You're going to officiate the Final Four." And I'm just like, "Thank you, sir. I've been looking forward to this day for a long time." Then I walk out and call you guys. And like, the rooster crows at dawn. The rooster. <laughs> It's actually no. It's a text message in my yeah in my whoopee now. I'm in. You're like 70 at that point with the right. long beard. Like, it's gonna happen. That's how you'll talk then. Yeah, probably. Uh, oh, I love God. it. 
I can just picture it now because I can picture the exact face that you would have while you were looking at the replay that mm. was never going to end. It would be like like wide-eyed look that you get. Sometimes it's like very intense. <laughs> yes. And you'd be like, I can't make a call. Refusing to blink know. my eyes as tears stream down. I just imagine like it starts with both fans just screaming just pure yeah. fury. But after an hour, they like start applauding. They get it. They finally get it. Yeah, it like breaks the, them. the yeah. end of Rocky Four. And you guys are in the crowd <laughs> in disguises. We yeah. can change. And, oh. and Mark Emmert yes. comes out and takes the microphone. He's like, it seems like we have no choice but to abolish the system of replay for good. And everybody goes fucking nuts. Yes. And I run, we run you, and hug each other. Yeah. You're going to save sports shame. Yeah. This is your mission in life. Um, by the way, your friend Ariana, who said uh, my Bernie Sanders impression sucked, <laughs> I dare them to malign in any way or impugn my Mark Emmert impression. That was dead on. It was beautiful, Shane. It was beautiful. All right, you guys. Should we call uh, it a day? Yeah, I feel better now. This is good. This it was therapy. brought some good laughs. Well, I'm glad everyone feels better. Yeah. Do you feel, unlike I, replay, do you feel closure? I still feel the same. Okay. Therapy? <laughs> Which is to say, you know, uh, rudderless and uh, kind of at my own whim at any given time <laughs> where the external stimuli don't really seem to matter all that much. Okay. Uh, which is kind of a hard way to go through life. They call that uh, clinical depression. <laughs> is that uh, no. I t- look, can I just mention, I accept your oh mother's God. offer of an olive branch. Mm. I take mm. it as a small victory for me that she offered it first. I yep. agree to a truce. Okay. Um, we haven't mentioned your unnamed wife, so shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, we, oh yeah, we have to do all the trademark things. The trademark yeah. things, yeah. yeah. But also, okay. I do. Uh, we're four minutes short of an hour, so there is time if you want to describe the experience of watching a basketball game with my father-in-law. Oh. All right. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, was waiting for this. No, no. Um, that happened tonight. Uh, yeah. Go so on, we Kim. we <laughs> we were all watching uh, together uh, for most of the game uh, with your father-in-law, a- and I would say that it was. Uh, was it? I, I, I've. I've met him several times now. He's been staying uh, in your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're podcasting from the, the room that he uh, stays in while he's here. Uh, and he's a, a very nice man. He did seem to um, to follow the energy in the room um, instead of the game. <laughs> yes. Which was hard. <laughs> That's a very good description. Uh, and I actually had to stop answering the questions he was asking you gotta meet it with silence yeah yeah you figured it out you cracked it it took me a long time though (laughs) because like i I am uh i literally answer questions for a living and so i always want to try to provide uh, whatever response that i can Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was just not happening uh but overall i would say um a fine experience watching with all of you Mm -hmm. uh as usual, yeah. As usual, but but definitely good. You know, you don't you don't know um, people right until you've seen them watch your team lose together. I think that's, that's what fair. they usually say, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's a common well known. Put that on you the sticker. You don't know your people. This is our yeah. yeah. Put it on the stickers. Yeah. You don't it's know your people until seven you watch. Foot noodle that <laughs> you can hit other people hit, with. Yes, for fun. For fun. <laughs> but for fun. But for fun. <laughs> So yeah, it's very it's very catchy, yeah. Wackeroni. You guys are doing a great job. So clever that Wackeroni. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I mean. <sighs> yeah. Good stuff. Was yeah. that was that in? No, my, that was. Does that get into my best of size? I think no. It, so. it uh, yeah. It summarizes the, the situation. End of the and it, it. Oh yeah, your sigh was great, and Thank I think you. your description of watching the game was great too. Yeah. Thank um, you. Polite, but. <laughs> barbed if you know where to look <laughs> which we three do uh oh. all right guys this was really fun yeah. um to our listeners you always know you can find us on itunes google podcasts mm-hmm. pod play i don't think that's yeah serious. pod play spotify find us on pod play pop, pop and play. play um and yeah and um, write, write your pop and play representatives <laughs> yeah it's the only way we get change infiltrate pop and play with like a six-year plan 
to get in there and finally make them our sponsors. Yeah, next yeah. episode, what we're going to do really, though, is we're going to announce some OGs. We've had enough yeah. comments. Um, our, yes. Oh, oh, you know what I want to do real quick? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're waiting. We almost made it to it. We almost made it under an hour. We're, yeah, we almost did. We're not going to. <laughs> we're going to, uh, but we're getting all these listeners from new places, and I, I didn't even tell you guys this yet. Um, but like the the Fun site where we numbers. host the site we host has the countries and so Ooh. before it was just the US and Canada now we have one person downloaded from Mexico Ooh. one from the United Kingdom one from the Netherlands one from Italy uh one from two from South, South Korea, Korea. Wow. and two five from New Zealand so okay that means we have one two Ooh, are any of them lord or, oh uh, yeah the lord singer, yeah, yeah lord is a big okay so like royals I, was about royal I, blue the official mm, color of the two blue devils i love lord <laughs> oh yeah she's great she's great so okay guys we have seven or four out of the seven continents wow. we'll give up antarctica for dead but south america and Wait, africa you don't know if penguins want to listen Antarctica's to this. not even on the map no, no they, yeah, they don't that's even interesting. Have it. If we get someone from Greenland, we'll call it Antarctica, even though it's <laughs> literally the polar opposite almost. But Africa and South America, give us, uh, yeah, give us have, a listen. If you have friends there, just have them download the show once and we'll announce it. Or that's use, really... no, use a VPN. Yeah, use a VPN. <laughs> there you go. It doesn't have to be real. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. We've yeah. been getting more and more listeners. It's awesome. We're going to announce some OG listeners next time. We always appreciate feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and for our OG yeah. listeners, there might be some fun swag coming down the pipeline for oh, you. Yeah. People are talking stickers. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And uh, yeah, otherwise, just uh, buy the wacaroni noodles so we yeah. can get more sponsors, y'all. That's right. Trying um, to uphold our end of the bargain. And I hope that the next time that we talk to you, it is after a win. Yeah. Let's go against Louisville. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.